DIY. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Heard weekly around the world. You can follow DIY Money on Facebook. Join the DIY tribe on Instagram at DIY.money and search DIY Money on YouTube. DIY. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. I'm a little tired today. Need a little get my Joe. You need a bigger coffee cup. I need something. Hmm. How you doing, Daniel? I'm excellent. Good. All right. Uh, let's go right to it. <laughs> no banter. No banter today. Get no right bro in. talk. We got questions to answer. We got people to respond to. Help that is needed. Get busy living or get busy dying. Hey, we need to pick up a new sponsor. Let me tell you who we need to pick up. We need to pick up. We're not going to disclose it right now because we're going to reach out to them, but we're going to pick up the password manager that we use now in the office after the Russian hack. That you use now in the office. Thought you use it too. You For, yeah, it? a couple of years, but that's okay. That I, well, yeah, because I'm got on sorry. The bandwagon. I didn't subscribe this tech, the Daniel Zulno technology newsletter. I didn't, I don't get. So there's a delay. Gosh. Anyways, takes time. Um, we're going to we're going to have a sponsor because yesterday I got hacked hard. Got to assess this, all right? If there's a level of hackness. This is real. This is not an ad. No, this is not an ad. I was hacked. It was absurd. I say we go to DefCon Four, and they immediately within within seconds were in my PayPal account ordering stuff. Boom, boom, boom. That's connected to my bank account. Not anymore. Keep yourself safe, people. You know how long it took me to log into my bank account this morning? Like 10 minutes. Awesome. I got double factor identification, retina scans. There's no robot going to put up with that. Blood type. Oh, yeah. Anyways, all right, let's get right to it. We got a good question today. Um, Matt, who's the question? No, it's Michael. Michael, Michael. I knew it was an M. All right, Michael, what do you got? Three, two, one. Let's go. Hello, Quentin Daniel. This is Mike from South Dakota. Can we hear your thoughts on how to financially set up a side hustle? By that, I mean, what are your thoughts on how to approach registering for state taxes and setting up banking and credit card accounts for a side gig? Do you just worry about getting interest in your product in an income stream first? Or at what point do you consider establishing those other things before getting in, quote, too deep by running a side gig through your personal bank account? Thanks in advance for your advice. All right, this is great. Uh, great question, Mike. Put it to the top, even though I think you sent it in back in like August. Uh, but the top today, because so many people are probably facing this, especially as we roll into a new year. I'm going to just cut right to the chase. America's a great place, one of the only places in the planet that you could literally wake up in the morning, decide you want to start a business, and be collecting money by the end of the day. If you have never traveled to other parts of the world uh, and and participated in some sort of economic development, I really encourage you to do so. It might take a little work. might take, uh, you know, maybe a mission trip. I don't know, but uh, look into it because one of the greatest things about our country is the ability to become an entrepreneur at a moment's notice. Sure, you become successful there are things like taxes there are registrations there are there are things you have to do 
in order to sort of legitimize your business. But right out of the gate, no one will come knocking on your door looking for payment from you in the form of taxes or, heaven forbid, a bribe if you just decide to start a business today. It, we take it for granted. Most people have no concept of that, of how amazing and easy that is. I'll skip any side stories, but I have many of how difficult it is in certain countries to set up businesses. That being said, there's two trains of thought here. One is you do all your work on the front end, make sure it's completely legitimate, bank accounts are set up, EIN number, accountants are at the ready, and all the rest of that stuff, and then you go. In my opinion, uh, that is overkill, and I would highly recommend you don't do that. Now, that might be the way your brain works, and that's fine. Uh, But my opinion, what happens there is you start getting overwhelmed by all the steps, all the education you don't have because you've maybe never done it before. And immediately, the enthusiasm and energy behind starting this idea and actually getting out there starts to wane to the point where you don't do it. So if you have an idea, if you have a business idea, if you have a side hustle you've been thinking about and you are not doing it because of registration or because of this, that, and the other, I think that's crazy. You have the ability in this country to become a sole proprietor by decision, literally by decision. Now, yes, you go into certain lines of business. You can't do certain lines of business without certain registrations, uh, affiliations, if you will, et cetera. You can't just all of a sudden start to buy guns wholesale and sell them. You need various permits and licensures, et cetera. Uh, But you can, just like we interviewed somebody here on the podcast not too long ago who got an idea to take a piece of plywood, cut it up, and make scrabble boards. And she's, by the way, just absolutely killed it this year. She sold all of our friends, etc. Now, that being said, uh, if you start becoming successful... If you start becoming successful, meaning you're making money, that is the litmus test of success in a business. I'll tell you, there is no other. If you are making money, and that's revenue. I don't mean you have to be profitable. You could have a tremendous amount of revenue and be like, wow, this business is successful. And for a very long period of time, maybe your expenses are such that you're uh, not making profit. And that might be okay, might not be. We have to assess that. But until you start making money, I think you just get it going. We interviewed long time ago, one of the greatest entrepreneurs in our neck of the woods. His name was Dr. Pierce Lyons. For $10,000, he started a company in his garage that is now several billions of dollars. It's called Alltech. Uh, they do like fertilizer, not fertilizer, like um, feed, feed, nutrition, yeah, nutrition for yeast. animals, uh, etc. all over the world. And he had a saying, I absolutely loved it. He said, don't worry about getting it right, just get it going. I thought that was a great saying. However, uh, I will say that It becomes difficult the larger you get. Uh, Daniel and I face this a lot of time. I'll come in on a Monday with an unbelievable idea. Uh, I'll tell Daniel all the wonderful things that we're going to do, and then by Tuesday, kind of reality sets in that it's impossible, and then it just dies immediately. So uh, there's there's an air of of danger to that as well. Now, again, I'm going to follow this up, and I'll kick it over to Daniel for his further thoughts. So now it's year one, six months in, three months in, whatever it may be, and you're making money. Your first call is to a CPA. All right, your first call is to someone who can assist you in making sure you then are set up properly. I think it's at that point you start to build your team, and your team consists of advisors that help you stay out of trouble when it comes to successfully growing your business. That's all I got.
Go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, it's good. And uh, yeah, so you mentioned it early on that you are able to be a sole proprietor. So you can uh, start creating a, a business of, of some scheme, uh, make some money, and you don't have to have a business. Your social security number, your name is the business uh, for quite a while, actually. And you don't necessarily have to separate it, although it is good to even open up you know, a second account at your local bank or uh, your online bank or whatever it is to kind of track what is coming and going from that business. But let's say it's something that you do on the side every now and then. Every now and then, you know, you you have a pickup truck and you help somebody move some stuff from your local Lowe's and Home Depot for a hundred bucks or whatever. And that's kind of your business. And then you deduct your mileage and all that. And so you just set up a, an account, but you only do it every two to three months. It's a sole proprietorship. You get a little bit of money in here and there. It's business. One thing I will say is even though you're a sole proprietor and also proprietor means is that you don't have a registered business name at your secretary of state. Uh, you're not a separate entity. Everything is is run through you as an individual, a sole person. You are the proprietor. You are the business. There's no legal. There's no tax distinction. It's all filed under your social security number. Even if you do that, what you need to be cautioned about is the fact that your local entities may still consider the income that you make taxable and the profits, if there's any, taxable. So local being uh, state, uh, county, city, etc., typically have their own taxes. It might be at some point good to understand what that is, because at some point you will have to file somewhere, whether it's when you finally get your LLC or whether uh, you have to start doing that as a sole proprietor. But at some point, you actually have to tell those local entities that you are making money and pay those local taxes. It is better to stay on the good side of those local taxes because uh, you don't want to get on their bad side. They are local, uh, so they'll kind of know where you are, who you are, etc. Uh, you don't want to get on the bad side of the tax men ever, but those local ones can get pretty dicey because they are they can be uh, ambiguous, a little bit arbitrary. You don't really know that they're there until they send you a letter one day because they saw your advertisement and they realize that you're running a business and they don't have you in their system. And now they're curious how much you made in the business for the last five years and how much they could tax you plus penalties and all of that. Uh, on the flip side, the local tax entities are typically really nice. And they're, I mean, they're there to help you uh, succeed and follow the law and so forth. So if you just call them and go, do I need to do anything? Like, is there a form or something? Uh, they're, at least in my experience, a lot easier to talk to than, say, just calling the 800 number for the IRS or something. So uh, get involved in your local community. Figure out what's there. Your local chamber of commerce might even have a business startup packet or something of that nature to kind of get you pointed in the right direction. But there are some things that you just need to know about in that respect. And don't be afraid to research that. But to Quinn's point, don't let that stop you from getting your product off the ground and just getting started. You'll figure some of that stuff out as you go. Absolutely. Uh, also, in your town, you could have a small business association that is helping folks. Um, there's one in our neck of the woods. I don't know the name off the top of my head. You can call your local chamber, and they'll point you in the right direction. So there's a tremendous amount of resources out there. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I just get it going. I mean, just get it going. And then your litmus test for how legitimate you need to make it is how much money you're making. Or if you're not getting, let's say, deals because maybe you don't have a separate EIN or you don't have you know, a separate business bank account, and you need to kind of legitimize it in that manner, that might be another another reason. But I'll tell you that today, in today's day and age, that... 
that just isn't um, any longer this big hurdle. It used to be, but I think today with so many side gigs, so many side hustles, people are used to just you know writing an individual a check or paying an individual on their PayPal account or Venmo and uh, that being a business transaction. So good luck with that. Let us know how it goes. Bravo to you. Get out there. Get hustle. Uh, get your hustle on for 2021. I think that's something we're going to spend more time talking about, interviewing people that are getting their side gigs going. Pretty excited about that. And this is the opportunity in the year that, to kind of make things happen. So excellent question. We will be sending you your $25 gift card. Very nice. What else you got, Daniel? Anything to conclude for the DIY money peeps? $25 gift card. That's a gift. You don't have to report that as income to your local tax. That's right. But we report it as an expense. Boom. Production expense. Mm -hmm. Well, creates the podcast, your content. So keep sending them in. All right. DIY Tribe, Facebook blowing up. 550, something like that. Yeah, we're compounding now. Compounding. Yeah, it's basically the motivational whatever platform for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I need to be motivated. I might log in. You sh- you say that every week. You I know. Do not log in. You say it every week. It's fine. Check us out. I'll on, log in uh, and drop in. A, I'll drop a dance or something in the oh room. Oh boy, the end of the year. here we go. A pick. Uh, before the end of 2021, ugly, since this, ugly this is going to air. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, um, everybody knows we cut these like three months ahead of time. Yes. That's why we're using a question from. Whenever. Anyways, uh, check us out on Insta, DIY.money. And again, the tribe, DIY tribe on Facebook. Just go ahead and uh, request admission and maybe we'll let you in. Maybe we won't. Did we say YouTube yet? Oh, check us out on the YouTube. I'm excited. We got uh, new some new production plans for 2021. So I think we're gonna, as a as a as a business, as a as a brand, we're gonna be focusing a little bit more on the YouTube channel, which we're pretty excited People about. People love so, video. Yeah, check that out. All right, friends. Remember, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.